The following is a community recording of the decentralized storyline for the Web3 game Planet Quest. For more information, please visit planetquest.io. Chapter 4 The Crossroads Report from the 20th Conference of the Universal Council Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32 Held on board Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. Council members for the Empire Ji Yongju, Julius Lycanus, Thulani Adek. Council members for the Federation Oria Adenus, Victor Huxley, Elijah Burke. Council members for the Union Aish Phoenix, Haley Nugent, Mandela Bankole. The following is a transcript of the briefing on the relevant vote for those involved in the Explorer program. The quantum waves from the pinnacle, the Union mercenary ship currently orbiting Kepler-7, have slowed to the point where the Council can safely send in salvage, research, and evacuation crews. The Council is pleased to note that the first of these operations has already been completed, and that several of the members of the Twin Suns have been recovered from the wreckage. Albeit in concerning conditions, they are racked with spasms, and long exposure to quantum seems to have fused it into their body somehow. The initial investigations into the Pinnacle's quantum drive have also concluded, yielding some perplexing results. As our quantum specialists can tell, there are no signs of the drive malfunctioning or any outside interference. There is absolutely no immediate cause for whatever happened to the Pinnacle's quantum drive. Further research is being performed as we speak, which will hopefully provide clarification. That ends the briefing on the Universal Council's ongoing efforts in the Kepler system. Moving on, the Council will now address the matter of Sarah Voss's expedition beyond the core systems. We've received word from the Panopea that their squad of reinforcements, who previously could not descend due to the harsh silicate storm that travels across Mimir, have reached the planet's surface. This expedition is being led by Nicholas Kestrel, vice captain of the Panopea and a Federation citizen. So far, the expedition has found a signal from Sarah Voss's locator beacon at a cave entrance several miles beyond the Shah's location. The signal, however, is somewhat unclear. Vice Captain's report mentions that the beacon's signal is interspersed with slight whispering. At the same time, observation of the abandoned research site found that these quillet creatures are now clawing at the shard, creating cracks in its surface and digging up the ground around it. It's likely they will destroy the shard if they are not stopped. Vice Captain Kestrel has advised that any attempt to engage the Killets should be made in full force, and has reminded the Council that even if the shard is retrieved, the volatile environment of Mamiya would not allow reinforcements to be sent to Sarah Voss for a considerable length of time. Thus, 
The vote placed before the council is as follows. Should the squad from the Panopea move towards Sarah Voss and provide reinforcements for the crew below Mimir, or should they attempt to retrieve the shard and return it to the fleet before it's destroyed? Your faction contact will issue a statement shortly in your respective voting channels before the commencement of the vote. Additionally, due to recent discussions regarding the Explorer program, the Universal Council has decided that the voting will be open a full 12 hours after you receive your faction contacts transmission. Federation Storyline Transmission from Victor Huxley, COO of Voss Tech. Good soul, explorers. I hope my sudden contact hasn't arrested you. Sana has been dispatched to Vargas to provide her services as a Valkyrie and work towards structural reinforcement of their new communication system. While I don't have her perchance for militaristic candor, I'm hoping to add a little Voss Tech flair to your transmissions. That was an excellent decision on the last vote. I would have done the same thing in your position. Such a shame that Ms. Voss decided to bring alien life forms into an important experimental environment. You'd think a scientist would know better. And all the same, it looks like following her located beacon down will lead us further to discovering the real origins of the signal causing such damage to our mining planets. Though I have to add that Spyacorp's reaction to this situation has been quite slow, or so I've heard. People are saying they wish President Lee put trust in more experienced corporations, and I'm inclined to agree. We should always make sure our systems are secure enough to withstand these catastrophes. At least, that's what we at Voss Tech believe. Regardless, it would be of course a great relief to our miners and the stability of our economy if we had rid them of that signal. All the same, the Union really should be held responsible for the mistakes made by one of their own, don't you think? Such are the consequences of eschewing oversight and reliable structure, you breed anarchy. That's all well and good when it's in your own planets, but now it affects all of us, and might well cause more casualties in the process. Thankfully, I've known Vice Captain Kestrel for a while. He and I studied together at the military academy, and I'm confident he's more than capable of bringing that shard home. With everything that's going on, I feel I can rely on your wisdom, explorers. From the next conference, my assistant Anna will be taking over transmissions, as I'll be putting my full focus into filling Sana's shoes on the council. Good luck with the vote, and keep pushing forward. Victor. Voting Results The Universal Council has consolidated the votes of each of the factions. Send reinforcements, 3. Empire, Federation, Union. Retrieve the Shard, 0. The final vote is in favor of sending Vice Captain Kestrel into the cave network of Mamiya to search for Commander Voss's expedition. We have received word from the Vice Captain that the operation is underway and they have locked onto the commander's locator beacon. The Arrival Transmission from Nicholas Kestrel, 
Vice-Captain of the Panopea. Origin, Mimir, Cave Network. Dating, Third Report, Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32. Designation, Reconnaissance Report. This is Vice-Captain Kestrel reporting from inside the cave network of Mimir. We have passed below two miles at this point and the caves show no signs of stopping. At this depth, thin veins of quantum run across every wall. I say veins because that's what they are, they pulse and stick out along the surface of the rock. We have seen no killets for the last few miles of travel. The few we encountered on our initial descent were either easily dispatched or showed no aggressive intentions heading upwards and paying us no heed. Our crew figured it best not to anger them further and so we left them be. Two miles ago we passed the final locator beacon left by Sarah. The whispers I mentioned in my previous report were most prominent close to that beacon but have since faded away. Normally I would not mention this but in light of recent findings I will outline now the information seems quite relevant. Our team is currently resting at a clearing at an intersection of multiple caves. Here, we found two members of Sarah's initial expedition, one whose name is Selen, and one whose name I do not know, he is currently being resuscitated. Selen does not speak much, but from what she has told us, once the locator beacons were exhausted, it was decided that members of the expedition would hang back to act as a waypoint for reinforcements. Selen was also given a copy of Captain, no, Commander Vass voice logs, which she made to keep track of the crew's journey through the caves. I will now play a segment from the 45th of these logs, which I encourage the Council to listen to attentively. Makes me think of home, and a slow sun setting over the blue-tinged sky. Looks like I was right. The signal's getting stronger, we must be close now. I've started to hear it as well, I think it was Kate who noticed it first, but there's these whispers all around us. They're soft and almost welcoming. I hear them even when we cut off the signal. Their words are hard to make out, but well, I need time, but I'm almost certain I recognize one of them. In a few days we head down further, what little sustenance we found in this clearing is rapidly running out. I don't know what to make of this. As I stated before, neither me nor any of my squad have heard whispers since leaving the last locator beacon behind. I have asked Selene whether she hears them, but she just looks at me, eyes full of fear, and I can't bring myself to press her on the subject. Two of my crew are staying behind to provide food and warmth for the survivors while the rest of us press on. It is getting harder and harder to reach the Panapia, the few crew members that remain on board tell me this storm is getting more intense every hour. It will likely be some time before I can transmit another report. God willing, we'll have Sarah and her crew with us by then. <laughs> 